I'm Jackie Garner, and you're listening to episode 43 of the Pastor's Wives podcast. Pastors Wives, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm so glad to be with you today. It is an absolutely gorgeous day here in Tennessee. The highs are in the 70s. It is, it's, um, it's very sunny, but there's some clouds, like the big kind of fluffy clouds. It's absolutely gorgeous. So I hope you are enjoying spring wherever you are. So today we are going to talk about anxiety. Now, let me say before I even get started that um, I'm not a medical professional. Um, I don't even pretend to be, and I'm not talking about people who are suffering from severe anxiety disorders, of which there are many in um, around the world that do. I'm talking about just that kind of low-key anxiety that so many of us struggle with from time to time, um, because this is something that has been coming up with me, actually, um, more recently. Now, I used to, back in probably, I don't know, 22, 23 years ago, um, I used to have, I don't, I don't know at this point whether they were panic attacks or anxiety attacks. There, there's differences between the two, but I'll just, let me give you my experience. This happened to me quite a few times. And if you've never had, um, a panic slash anxiety attack, um, then let me just kind of tell you that it, your body acts like it's having a heart attack. Like you think you're having a heart attack. It, it's, it's, it's pretty terrifying. Um, if you don't realize that it's just a panic or an anxiety attack. So it happened to me um, at Walmart <laughs> at one time um, at Christmas, like uh, the week of Christmas. And I, I had, I had my cart and I started having um, the, the whole heart palpitations and felt like an elephant was sitting on my chest. Like I could not breathe. I was sweating. And I took myself into a corner of Walmart with my cart and I'm just sitting there quoting scripture to myself and talking myself through it. It was it was pretty awful. Um, another time, it was at a mall in Indianapolis. We were at a pastor or a, some kind of church conference. And there's a mall there in Indianapolis, right downtown. And it has like four or five stories. I don't know. But there was this po- there was a ton of people there. And there was this point where you could kind of like look up and see all the floors above you, below you, whatever. I don't know what happened, but it triggered an attack. And I, I oh, it was, it was just, and I was with our senior pastor um, and my husband, and it, it was just, it was humiliating to, in one way, because I did not want to fall apart in front of my pastor. Um, but he walked me outside, um, which actually was kind of uh, causing more panic because he was so close to me and our pastor was very intense and a lo- wonderful, loving man. And I consider him my spiritual dad, but he's really intense. And so that was not helping. <laughs> he was trying so hard to help. Um, and he really wasn't helping. But anyway, he took me outside where I could see uh, plenty of space in front of me and I could breathe fresh air. And so I was better. And so those are like the two major ones that I've had. But then, of course, all along the way, you know, every once in a while, it'll just come on me. But but um, I've experienced them more in the past year, not to the degree of the Walmart in the mall thing. But um, at, at night as I'm falling asleep, I just all of a sudden, and I know it's the enemy. I know it's the enemy. Um, just all of a sudden, I, I my heart starts pounding for no reason. And I can't breathe. And I start sweating. And, and um 
and all these crazy thoughts are running through my head that don't make any sense. Like right now I'm sitting here, it's like four o'clock in the afternoon and like all those crazy things that I would think during these times, they make exactly no sense in the light of day, but doesn't change the fact that um, I was having that bit of an anxiety attack. And then there's also just been days where I've had just a a low grade anxiety all day long. Like I can just feel it. So I, I don't know, maybe I'm the only person. I don't think so because I actually looked up some statistics and I read that 30% of Americans have an anxiety disorder. Okay, that's a lot. And that women, well, what they say is that women are twice as more likely to have them than men. However, they feel like men don't always admit um, that they're having uh, anxiety. So it's, you know, the numbers could actually be different. But I know enough to know that people I've talked to, uh, things that I've read, that just the regular everyday people are having uh, just anxious thoughts and they're, they're, they're just anxious. So I wanted to talk about something that this, that um, I'm kind of preaching to myself a little bit, but this is what God has shown me through all of these many anxiety attacks that I've been having. And it's, it actually came out, this scripture came out on every knows of scripture that I'm, that I'm talking about. Um, it came up in a Bible study that our women were doing. Um, it was one of the memory verses and, and I always would take the memory verse each week and kind of break it down in and do word studies on it. So I could have something to talk about in each, uh, Bible study meeting. So anyway, Philippians four, uh, six and seven came up as one of our memory verses for the week. So I started studying it and y'all, I got so excited about what I read. Um, and I, I can tell you that this scripture has made a huge difference in my life. Now it already had before I ever broke into this study, because you know, we all, I'm sure if you know what scripture I'm talking about, I'm about to read it in a second. But if you've read this scripture, you love this scripture. Um, it's just one of those go-to verses for Christians. But when I broke it down and started doing a word study in it, oh my goodness, y'all, it made so much more sense even when I read it. So I have been preaching this message to myself. Now, I'd like to tell you that I have a 100% success rate with following through with the b- biblical answer to anxiety, but but I don't. Um, but I can tell you that it is super helpful. And even as just as I'm getting ready to, to talk about this, like I can feel that, um, like I can feel any, I just feel at peace. So let me read it to you. Philippians 4, because I bet some of you have this memorized because it's just, we all love this verse. So Philippians 4, 6 and 7, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Okay, we we th- that's such a great scripture. We love it. Um, but I want to break it down for you today. And again, I'm not a medical um person, and I'm also not a theologian or Bible scholar. But here's what I got out of it when I dug down into the root uh, Greek words, the roots that all came from. Anyway, this is good stuff, y'all. And I love how God is just so He's just so thoughtful toward us because He's asked us to dig into His Word. And to learn everything we can. And this is why, because it's like there's hidden gems in this verse. Now, I mean, just that verse alone, when you take it exactly the way I just said it, is awesome. I mean, and that's kind of the way I've always looked at it. It's just I took hold of it right there at face value for what it said. And it's a, it on, on with that alone, it's amazing. But when you dig into it, oh my goodness, y'all. So here we go. All right. So the first part is do not be anxious. 
Okay, now here in Tennessee, and I don't know if it's just Tennessee or South in general, I don't know, because I'd never heard this term before I moved to Tennessee, but they have this saying, uh, especially one of our pastors, he uses it all the time, that so-and-so just had a come apart. Well, I, I, I mean, it's terrible that somebody to have a come apart, but I absolutely love that phrase. I don't know why. I just think it, it's, I don't want to say it's cute. That sounds terrible because I don't think it's cute that somebody's life is, you know, having a freak out or whatever, but they would have a come apart. You know, they're not freaking out here. They have a come apart. So that's one of the terms that um, I've picked up from here that I just love it. Anyway, so, okay. So do not be anxious. Now let's take a look at that word anxious. That word means to go to pieces to be drawn in opposite directions and divided into parts. In other words, it's do not have a come apart. <laughs> um, it's talking about all these pieces. And you know when that anxiety comes on you, it does. It feels like uh, your body is just being ripped into a million pieces, that you're being pulled in a million different directions, and that you are completely falling apart. So the Bible tells us don't be anxious. But it doesn't just leave us there because, yeah, we kind of all know that we shouldn't be freaking out. But it gives us the next part. And the next part says, but in everything with prayer or by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Okay, so everything I want y'all to get, just grab a hold of this. This is so cool. Okay, remember anxious means to go to pieces, to be drawn in opposite directions and divided into parts. Well, the word everything means one piece at a time, viewing the whole in terms of one individual part each one at a time. So one piece at a time. So you're falling to pieces. You're having to come apart. But now in every single thing, one piece at a time, viewing the whole in terms of the individual parts. Okay. We take that and we take it to prayer, which this, um, we, we know what prayer is. Supplication. That means a heartfelt petition arising out of a deep and personal need. It's a felt need that is personal and urgent. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all have felt that. So in everything, one piece at a time, we're taking that to prayer. We are making it a supplication. We are, I mean, that heartfelt petition. Um, and you know, sometimes, I, well, at least me, when we, when I pray and when I'm talking to God, so, I, I know that some of what I say to him is so childish at times, or it's petty and it's, it's selfish and it's all of this, but you know what? God is not bothered by that. Let it out to him. Lay every piece out, everything that you're, you, you've laid out, um, through that prayer, through that supplication, because we all know just as parents, as um, you know, I'm a mom of four. My kids ask for a lot of stuff. They don't get everything that they ask for. And the same goes for us as children of God. He doesn't give us everything he asks for. And um, we can just spew it all out there to him. That's what he wants. He wants that for, he wants us to share our hearts with him. So every single piece with prayer and supplication and thanksgiving, make our requests known to him. Okay. A request is simply just exactly what it says. It's something that we ask for thanksgiving of, of course, you know, thankfulness. It's Thanksgiving. Um, and, but God wants us to make those things known to him, especially in times of anxiety. He wants us to lay it all out before him piece by piece. Now, is that for him? Well, yes, because he enjoys having a relationship for our, with us, but I think it's more for us. If we follow this and we lay everything out piece by piece by piece, 
and he walks us through every area of it. Okay, so here's, you know, I know people have different ways of, of like decluttering. So I have a, I have, I just did this the other day. I'm kind of trying to go through every single part of my house um, and declutter. So I wrote down like, I wrote down my room and I wrote down dresser, uh, drawer one, drawer two, drawer three. I wrote that down. Um, and then I wrote, um, under the bed, left side, under the bed, right side. Cause we have a king size bed and I have, um, clothes, um, in under bed boxes under there. And God knows what else at this point, cause I haven't gotten to it. But anyway, I needed to divide that into two tasks. So anyway, um, and then I have a makeup cart, uh, and it's got three tiers on it. Okay. That sounds like I have a lot of makeup. Okay. Let me rephrase it. It's not a makeup cart. It's makeup on the top, but the other two things are like hair. I have a really tiny bathroom. So I bought this cart from Ikea or Raskog. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's pretty awesome. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, if you would like to get one, cause you do trust me, I have two and I love them. But anyway, it's got three tiers. So I keep my bathroom stuff on there since it won't fit in my bath- regular bathroom. Okay. So I have those. So I wrote down, uh, Raskog, or I don't, I don't know how you say it, but I wrote shelf one, shelf two, shelf three. Okay. So when I decluttered some, something, here's what I did. I took my dresser drawer, the first one, which was my unmentionables. I took those out and I dumped the whole drawer out on the bed. Every single piece of everything in there was laid out on my bed. And even though it was unmentionables, there was like, um, what else? What did I find in there? I found like headphones, I found, I think I found gum in there. I found some cards like that people had written me. Okay, so anyway, I laid all those pieces out and I started dividing them uh, into the things that uh, did not belong there, the things that need to be thrown away. Y'all throw away your holy, 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 holy underwear. Your holy underwear with holes in it. Throw it away, y'all. Just do it and go buy yourself some new underwear. You deserve it. Okay. Okay. And um, so I laid everything out. I got, I put a, um, you know, I'm not going to give away my stuff like that to Goodwill. So basically that was just a trash pile. It goes somewhere else pile and it goes back into the drawer pile. So I made those. And then I dealt with each pile individually. I picked up every piece and put it away where it belonged or put in the trash or whatever. So that's what God wants us to do. Okay. I promise this all was coming back. So that's what God wants us to do with all these anxious thoughts. These anxious episodes that we're having is take every part of it, lay it out. And figure out what does not belong in this picture. What needs to be thrown away. What needs to be moved to another spot. And what actually does belong there. Because the Bible promises us that when we do that, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Y'all, this is so exciting because the word peace, P-E-A-C-E, means all the parts join back together completely whole. Y'all, come on now. Can you can you see what God is doing here? We've had to come apart. We're divided into parts, but then we lay it all out before him. We walk through every part of it with him, choosing uh, his way in dealing with it. And then all the parts are joined back together completely whole. Only those parts that we need. There's no headphones in our unmentionables drawer anymore. There's not a card in there anymore. It's just our unmentionables. If I wish I hadn't used that example because I'm not going to post a picture of that. But I could because it's a lovely sight right now, y'all. So it looks so amazing in there. Um, so God is just so amazing. He's just so good. So 
all that peace that uh, comes from that, it guards our hearts and minds. Okay, first of all, it beyond all of our understanding, it surpasses all understanding. Okay, it's beyond what our little human minds can even comprehend. It's so much bigger than what we can we can realize. And that's awesome because we like peace in as much of it, you know, it's as little we can get. And the more peace we can get, the greater it is, obviously. So that peace that God gives us guards our hearts and our minds. And that's, you know, that's what needs to be guarded. Our minds, especially because the anxiety that's in our minds. And it's what the enemy loves to mess with. He loves to get in there and just, just tweak things in our minds so that we can go off on a crazy tangent about probably stuff that isn't even ever going to happen. Or just like I said, just crazy, crazy thoughts that don't make any sense in the light of day. But that peace that we have in knowing that God is handling it, that guards us like it's like a military sentinel. The word refers to uh, a military sentinel that will guard and defend above all else. So it will guard our heart, that, that center of who we are. It guards our minds our thoughts, that's where everything's happening. I mean, the battlefield of the mind, I'm sure every one of you have heard of Joyce Meyer's book, Battlefield of the Mind, that explains what goes on in there so much better than I possibly can right now in this, um, in this short little episode that I'm doing. But uh, that piece, that when all the parts, when all the garbage is taken out and all the pieces are put back together whole, that is just such a great gift that God gives us. And it's something that he has, um, he's allowed for us as his children. That's what he wants to do for us. So we don't have to be anxious. We are going to get anxious because the enemy loves us. I, I feel like a women, especially he loves to, to get us anxious because when we're anxious, especially when it's during the day and not in the middle of the night. Okay. So if it's in the middle of the night, it's terrible and we can't sleep. And we're, you know, that's, that's bad. But in, and then during the day when you kind of just have that low grade anxiety, and I mean, you can have a panic attack right in the middle of the day as well. But when you have that low grade anxiety, it, it just keeps us from so much. It, it's, it paralyzes us and it holds us back from being the person that God created us to be and doing the things that God created us to do. And as pastor's wives, there's so many ways Uh, that anxiety tries to creep into our lives. I mean, we have all the regular stuff that every single woman uh, on the planet has, you know, finances, uh, meal planning, babies, toddlers, preschoolers, elementary school, high schoolers, adults, (laughs) when we get adult kids, Um, you know, there's always all those things coming at us that we can have anxiety about if we want to. Um, And then as pastor's wives, we have a church, um, also that we are, I don't want to say we're caring, but I'm going to just say we're caring because yeah, a a lot of, of who we are, um, that's, that's, that's a lot of, you know, what we do. Uh, if something goes wrong at my church and there, there's, there's, I, that's, that's me. That's part of me that's happening. It might not be my fault. It may be just something going on, but I can get anxiety over, over what's happening in the lives of our church family. Or I I can be anxious about, you know, let's just say our husband preaches something or does something that like steps on toes. Um, You know, we can get anxious about that real quick. Or if our husband, now my husband is so good about sharing with me. I mean, we are, and and everybody on our team knows that, you know, we we do this together. I mean, if you tell my husband, I don't want you to share it with your wife, then he's not going to. 
and I'm saying that he shares everything with me. That may not be true because if he's not sharing it, I have no idea. <laughs> so, but I mean, we talk about the church all the time. So, um, if there's something that comes up that can bring anxiety in me, um, as a pastor's wife, or I don't know about you guys, but if I ever do something like lead a group, like a class or a group, or I speak, um, there's a, there's a, there's a whole different kind of anxiety that comes on you after you've done it. And, and you start questioning, did I say this? Why did I say that? That was the stupidest thing on the planet. Everybody's gonna think I'm an idiot. Or I didn't mean it to sound like that. Or I didn't make that clear. Or all these things come flying at you and bombard you. And that anxiety just be, tries to overwhelm you with stuff like that. There's so many reasons that we can be anxious. And I can't, I don't have enough time to list all those things here. But I know that um, we all have the opportunity to be anxious. I should say that. I'm not going to say we're all anxious, but we all have the opportunity. But I hope that this look at Philippians 4, 6, and 7 has really helped you the way it's helped me. Um, and honestly, even as I've been reading this today, um, or reading this, going over my notes with you guys right now, as I'm reading this, I'm like, okay, all right. I, I definitely feel I'm more at peace right now. I'm more centered um, and focused on what God is trying to do. And I am not going to allow the enemy to steal from me what he's been trying to steal from me. He's been trying to steal my peace and, um, uh, lots and lots of things because, well, you know, that's kind of the nature of who we are and what we do. <laughs> the enemy doesn't like any of it. So, okay. All that to say that I hope this verse or these two verses have really helped you. And I hope this look at, the original Greek words will help you. And again, I, like I said, I'm not a Bible scholar, but you can find this in your Strong's Concordance. If you look up those words, you will see exactly what I just talked about. And it's such a beautiful, beautiful gift that God has given us to help us walk through all the anxious points um, that come along in our lives as, as women and as pastor's wives. So I hope this helps, but let me pray for you before we go. All right. Is that okay? So Heavenly Father, I just thank you. I just thank you, God, that your word is so complete. God, and that your word is so specific. And God, I thank you that um, that you prompted me to go deeper into this verse for me. And God, I pray that it will help someone else that might be listening to this podcast. But God, I thank you for what it has done in me. So God, I thank you that um, we don't have to be fearful of your anger when we are anxious, because we all know that you, you've called us to not be anxious, but to be at peace. But God, I thank you that you don't just ask us to, to not do something without giving a solution, a solution. So God, I thank you that you've shown us that we can lay out every piece of anxiety, every part of the puzzle that we, um, that we have God, and that you will walk through it with us, God, and you will show us what we can get rid of. And you will show us what is garbage and God, that you will show us, um, what is the truth and what's left and God, that you bring it all back together. And it comes together in a way that brings us complete peace. God, I thank you that you have get, made a provision for us and our anxiety, and that you've made a way for us to feel the peace, God. And Father, I thank you that that peace guards each of our hearts and minds, God. And it uh, and through that, it protects us and it protects our husbands. It protects our families and our churches. So God, I, I just ask you that if there's any woman listening today that feels anxious, God, I thank you that, that through your word that you've shown her some things, that you've given her some truths that she can hold on to. And God, I thank you um, that you are protecting 
Each person that's listening, God, each person especially that's feeling anxious about something or many things. But God, I thank you that um, you're, you protect us and that you give us peace. And God, I thank you that you've called us to walk in peace and that we do not have to settle for low-grade anxiety that the world tries to put on us all the time. But God, I thank you that we are called and that we it is possible for us to walk in perfect peace with you. God, I thank you for what you're doing in, in each one of us, in, in our families, in our churches, and in our communities. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, I would love to hear from you. So there's a few ways that you can contact me. Um, you can contact me by email, which is... Um, Jackie at the pastorswivespodcast.com as long as you know how to spell my name, which is J-A-C-Q-U-E. Jackie at the pastorswivespodcast.com. Also, there's the Pastors Wives call in line, which is my Google number that um, I said it, it's set up just for this. So you can call that at 407-536-5981. You can call and leave a voicemail, but you can also send a text to that number and I'll get it as well. So that's another way to contact me, or you can leave a comment on the show notes, which you will find at thepastorswisepodcast.com slash 043 as in episode 43. I hope y'all have a great, great week, a wonderful Mother's Day. Uh, service at your church. And, and I just thank you that uh, for, for all of you out there who are speaking this weekend, I am not speaking this weekend for the first time in quite a while, but I will not be speaking this weekend. But for those of you who are speaking, I know that God has given you a message to share with with the women of your church and that he is going to uh, give you peace as you. And so if you're anxious about that, hey, go to this scripture, Philippians 4, 6 and 7. But I know he's going to give you peace as you're preparing and um, he's going to give you uh, boldness in sharing uh, what he wants to say to the women of your church. So y'all are going to do great. And um, I'd love to hear from you on how your Mother's Day messages go, whoever's speaking. All right, y'all. That's it for now. So next week, I'll be back with another episode of the Pastor's Wives podcast.